Isn't it the worst when you have a project or task that lingers on your to-do list for weeks, months? How about years? Oh, it is so frustrating and it never goes away. Well, I can't wait for you to hear today's episode where I'm tackling three simple ways to finally get those projects or tasks off the to-do list. Welcome to this week's episode on Productivity on Purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ridhi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome back, sweet friends. I'm Ridhu Parikh, your hostess with the mostest, helping ambitious women like you go from overwhelmed and overloaded to in control and confident. Before we jump in, I just wanted to share my gratitude with you if you are one of the people who have come on over to leave me a five-star review and or some kind words. If that was you, thank you very much. And if you haven't had an opportunity to do that yet and you've enjoyed what you've been hearing, or if this is your first time here and you enjoy this episode, please, I would be so grateful if you would come on over and share a little review of your own because... First of all, I want to know that you're getting value from what I'm sharing because that's why I'm here every week. And also, if you do enjoy this, this is what helps me get seen from other amazing women around the world. So thank you again. It means so much to me. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. You know when you have those annoying, lingering tasks that stay on your to-do list forever? Like seriously, sometimes they're on there for weeks and that's just like, that's good news, right? Because other times they're on there for months and even times for years. I hear this so often from clients and also for myself, right? There are just things that are on there that linger and linger. So you put them on the top of your list and then they fall to the bottom. And then a week later or a month later, you're redoing your list or the next day and you put it back up and it falls to the bottom. And then at some point you don't even put them back on top because you know they're just gonna sit at the bottom and they're just lurking there, just sitting there. It's so frustrating. They are literally hanging over you, making you cray cray. And yet, For some reason, you just don't get it done. It continues to sit there. Well, that's what we're covering today. What to do with these annoying tasks that never seem to get off the list and how to finally get them off your list so you can move them out. You can move on with your life. You can put your energy towards other to-dos that you really want to get done. Okay, so I wanna start with the list itself, the to-do list, and the impact of the to-dos that never come off. So let's just backtrack for a moment and talk about some preconceptions you might have about your to-do list or your 10 to-do list or your five to-do list or whatever to-do list you have. By the way, 
On that note, I'm a huge advocate of a master list. That's one place that houses a brain dump or everything going on in your life. So I'm going to link to an episode or two on that that I get really deep into creating an amazing to-do list. So be sure to listen to that after this because it's really relevant. So once we start thinking through why these things stay on, you wanna make sure you're using a really good master to-do list. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, Go ahead and do that after this episode, or even if you had listened to it, you might want to hear it again as a reinforcement to really drive this home. Okay, but as far as your to-do list, I believe there's this notion that you're supposed to get to the end of it, right? That your success lies at the bottom of your to-do list. That if you just got through all the to-dos, you would feel really rewarded and amazing and have this just fantastic feeling because you're at the bottom of the to-do list. I got to tell you, this couldn't be more untrue. Here's the deal. Sister, if you are at the bottom of your to-do list, that means you have nothing going on in your life. That means you have no growth. That means you are not moving forward in any way. That means you have no goals, right? It's not really a positive thing to be at the bottom of the to-do list or to think that the to-do list shouldn't belong or the to-do list should go away. Now, there is a difference between your daily to-do list, maybe on your daily to-do list for today, you have five or 10 tasks and you wanna get to the bottom of that list. Okay, fine. But the bigger to-do list, the life goals, the monthly goals, things around the house, things with your career, things with your family, they are not going to go away because if they do go away, that means you've stopped growing. And we don't want that, right? We are always in growth because there is that quote, if you're not growing, you're dying. So first of all, let's just embrace the fact that there will always be a to-do list. And if you can just sit with that and accept it and embrace it, it's going to make the actual list much feel much more just manageable and accessible and happier and joyful, okay? So let's just start right there. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get to the tasks, the tasks that we're talking about that stay on your list forever. You write them down, you don't do them, you write them back on the list, it goes on. So can we just address the mental and emotional impact that this is having on you. That task or that project that is constantly showing up there and never seems to go away is a constant reminder that you haven't accomplished something. This is a constant self-sabotaging reinforcement that you don't finish what you set out to do or that you are always procrastinating or that you're a loser because maybe this thing that sits on your list isn't even that hard, but you're still putting it off. Or it's a reminder to you that you don't reach your goals, right? And this can go even deeper. This starts really chipping away at your self-esteem. It makes you think things that are untrue, like I'm not smart, or I'm not motivated, or I'm always confused, or I'm not good at this, or I don't reach my goals, and all this unnecessary mental chatter. It also adds a lot of weight and heaviness in your life. You know what I mean, right? That lingering feeling that something is just hanging over you. It's just sitting there and you feel bogged down. And this is definitely not a liberating feeling at all. Not a way to feel free or true to yourself or joyous. And sometimes even seeing those 
tasks or projects on that list, just lingering and lingering and lingering and sitting there for weeks, months, years. Sometimes it even prevents you from adding new goals to your list even though those are really important to you, it just lowers your confidence that you'll ever be able to get any of it done. So even those future goals, you you shy away from adding those on because you have so many other things on that list that doesn't go away. So all this is no bueno. It is not good, which is why it's critical that we look at these lingering tasks for what they are. We look at these projects and we figure out what the heck to do with them. So let's take action on them. In fact, I believe there's only three types of action you can take on these types of tasks. Number one, you can make it a priority. You can actually do the thing, right? We can do the thing and get it off the list. Now, I know that's a lot easier said than done because why would it be sitting there for so long? And that's what you wanna ask yourself. Why does this task stay on my list? Or rather, why doesn't it get off my list? Chances are it's big, it's scary, it's fearful, it's boring. There's something about it that's making you not take action on it. And I'd say the one that I hear the most often, working with hundreds of women on this and including my own personal experiences, usually the task is just really big. That's why it stays there for weeks and months and years. So sometimes it's something like, I'm going to organize all the photos since my kids were born, you know, in the last 20 years, or I'm going to organize the entire house or like the whole basement or redo my entire garage, or I'm going to plan out my entire financial future and I'm going to do all of our financial stuff like our wills and planning and all the, you know, all the stuff. And it just, it's so big. And these big things just stay there forever and they linger and they linger and they linger. So it's important to you, but you can't find that time to make movement on it and it feels too heavy. And so the only way for you to really start taking action on this, to really truly make it a priority is to break it down. Break it down. I know that you've heard this before. I know it When you hear it, you're like, oh, I know that's what I got to do, but are you doing it? By the way, I'm going to link yet to another podcast episode about really, really breaking it down where I show you really specifically, I take you through actual projects that have been procrastinated and I break them down for you so you can start seeing the magic in this and the ease and the grace and how you'll start finding inspiration and motivation to move forward. So I will link that below too. So an example might be, you know, one something that sits on, The list forever is, and I'm going to use this example because I've just done it. It was like cleaning my closet, my master closet. I mean, literally, I think this has been on the list. So 2020 in October right now, I think this has been on the list since January. Like the whole year has gone by. Or something else might be like doing the taxes or creating a training document for your team. Or how about writing a book? Or even like catching up with a friend or a family member. Like that's a much smaller one, but you know, it's just sitting there. So Let's talk about how to really actually break some of these down. So the master closet, for example, since it's taken me forever to ever finally move on this, I finally was just like, I'm just going to do this one little area. I have all these different hanging rods in my 
closet. I'm like, I'm just going to do the one, the one hanging rod and that's it. I'm not going to worry about the rest of the closet. I'm not going to do all the shoes. I'm not going to do the purses. I'm not going to do the jewelry. I'm just going to do this one rod. And when I say I'm going to do it, all I'm going to do is declutter. I'm just going to take out the things I don't wear, I don't love, I don't use, and I'm going to start there and that's it. And so organize that master closet or clean it out goes off the list. And instead, what goes on the list is work on that one rod. Okay, that's it. That's an example of what it would mean to start making it a priority, to start taking action is to break it down, focus on the next step. Do not focus on the end result. If you have been thinking forever, I want to write a book forever, but you just can't even sit down and think about it, take that off your list right now and make the next step a priority. And the next step might be, I'm just going to write an outline, a draft of an outline, not even the real outline, an outline that I know will be changed along the way and it will evolve, but I'm going to start with what would I be, what would I want to include in this book? Let me create an outline that goes on the list and writing a book goes away. So we're focused on the next action, not the final result. And this is how we start taking action on our goals or our projects or our tasks that sit there forever's. All right, so that's the first way, make it a priority by typically it's by breaking it down into the next small little tiny action. Number two, the second action, the second thing that we can do with these types of tasks is to delegate it or at least a part of it. Listen, without even looking at your list, I know there are tasks on there that someone could be doing and quite frankly should be doing instead of you. Okay, just the fact that it has sat on your list for so long means there is, again, some type of level of fear or dread or certainly overwhelm. Sometimes it's panic. Sometimes it's complete boredom. Sometimes it's a lack of a skill. So it might be, again, maybe something to do with redecorating or reorganizing, or maybe it's something with creating or developing or implementing, right? And these involve some type of skill that's not really your strong suit. And you think you can do it, but you never really want to do it in fear of it not coming out right, right? In fear that you're just going to mess it up because this isn't really what you should be doing. So for example, and I'm going to give you such a small one because this has sat with me for such a long time. And I think I think you could relate to this because sometimes the smallest ones just sit there. So for the ridiculously long time, I had to get these paintings hung up in our best, in our guest bedroom. Just paintings. That's it. These three paintings. And I keep, I put it off again, probably sitting there all year. They're just sitting on the floor there because I don't want to make like 10,000 holes in the wall, which is what I know what will happen when I try to do it. I can never get them straight. I can't get them aligned. I, I, I spend so much time. I'm just making holes in the walls. It comes out messy. I just don't like it. And I'm a perfectionist that way. And I don't want it. So finally, finally, I had to call a handyman which is kind of like totally embarrassing because I'm like, hi, can you put up paintings in my room? Right? It's embarrassing, but it is what it is. You know, I needed to get it done. I was putting it off because it's not my skill set or I had fear around it or it's being a perfectionist or it was overwhelming me. Whatever the reasons are, there was someone else who has more expertise, more skill, and at the end of the day is going to get it done. So if you need to get something done, invest in yourself, invest in your family, call them in, in your home, call in the pros. So an example of this again might be like actually 
calling in someone to help you organize your home, call in the professionals. Or if you've been wanting to do some research for a long time on something. Seriously, another thing on my list for pretty much the entire year was like researching some partnerships and some collaborations. And it's just the thing I hate doing and it never gets done. And so finally I hired someone for it. Because I can tell you, we can pretty much delegate every single thing in our life that we want to if we're just a little bit creative and take a little bit of a, you know, just get out of our comfort zone just a little bit. Delegation doesn't always require paying someone or hiring someone. I want to make that clear because you can delegate things to your family members, especially when a project is broken down. Go back to number one. If you've been wanting to, you know, clean your basement or make it an exercise room, then make it a family affair. This doesn't all fall on you. Or at work, if you've been wanting to get a procedure or a system documented, but can never find the time, break it down into six sections and assign or request each member of your team to handle one of them, right? Of course, you're going to let them know how this document will benefit the entire team and, you know, procedures moving forward and client expectations. And, you know, you'll, you'll wrap it all up into why this is such a such an important piece of the bigger puzzle. But the point is, it's not all sitting with you. There are always opportunities to delegate, to get help, to get support. Sometimes they're investment of of money, sometimes an investment of time, sometimes it's just an investment of communication with other people in, who are on your team or in your family or your colleagues or your friends. There was all, There are always opportunities to delegate. And now, Number three, this final one. This final one may not have even ever occurred to you. And your immediate reaction when you hear this may be like, no way, sister, no way. But I'd really, really, really like you to consider this one. How about taking that project or taking that task that has been sitting on your list forever, lingering, 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 how about you just take it off? Say what? That's right. Take it off your list. Yes. Just like that. Eliminate it. Give yourself the permission to move on, to say, it's okay. Ain't nobody going to die or get hurt if I don't do this thing. So the example I gave earlier, one of them I mentioned was organizing your photos or organizing memorabilia, something that is for 20 years been on that list, something that's been lingering over you or 10 years or even five years. And you've been thinking, I want to get that done. I want to get that done. What if, what if, let's just say you took it off the list. What if you took that pressure off you? What if you gave yourself the permission to say, it's okay. I got a lot of other things going on, a lot of other priorities. No one's going to die. Nobody going to, you know, get hurt if I don't get this done. Give my permission, give myself permission to move on and focus on other meaningful things in my life right now. And maybe in the future, one day, five years from now, 10 years from now, it will be the right time for me. And at that time, I can put that task back on my list. I'll give you another example just recently from a client who talked about uh, a gift, gift giving. She had a gift that she was holding onto for, it had been about 18 months for someone to show her appreciation. And, um, you know, it was 18 months ago, the, the, the event passed and she just hadn't gotten there in the first few months and the gift is still sitting here. And then we were in quarantine, the pandemic, and now she's moved. So she's got, it takes her a little bit to get there. And, 
And she mentioned, she's like, and I'm, oh, I'm not even like, I'm kind of just dreading like make trekking over there and doing this. And I was like, well, here's an idea. How about we take it off the list? Enough time has passed. The meaning at this point has passed. It wasn't a personalized gift. Like it had their monogram on it. You can use it for something else. Let it go. Just give yourself the, the permission to let it go and say, it's okay. It's okay. I didn't get to that and it doesn't have to sit on my list for 18 months making me feel guilty. And so she did. And she took it off. And just like that, there's this huge relief, this wave of just this pressure being eliminated, this 20-pound weight being alleviated because it was no longer on the list. Now, of course, if it's something on your list that is going to actually cause you real harm by taking it off, don't take it off. Like if you've been putting off getting your mammogram, don't take that off your list, lady. Go get your mammogram. Get that done. But if the item is lingering, if it's on your to-do on your to list purely out of guilt, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. So that's it. So quick recap. If you're hanging on, if you have those crazy tasks and projects that are sitting on your list forever, do one of these three things. Number one, make it a priority by breaking it down. Number two, delegate it or at least a part of it so you can get moving and start taking action. And number three, consider Consider just taking it off. Consider deleting it. Consider saying, oh, no, thank you. It was a priority for me at one time, but not right now. I would love to hear from you which one of these three you're going to do. You know, I always want to leave you with a challenge. I always want to leave you with the next action to do to make your time totally worth it. So let me know what it's going to be. Come on over, share it with me. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 34 and let me know which one of those three, if not more, that you're going to do to get one of those long-term lingering tasks or projects off your list. Okay, so I can't wait to hear from you there. I am waiting for you. And by the way, on another note of things waiting for, have you not gotten your sweet hands on my book yet? My best-selling book called Accomplish It? Oh my gee, what are you waiting for? It is like having me by your side, cheering you on throughout your day. Yes, that is a good thing. And uh, just really breaking things down, making them fun, and helping you take simple action to get moving on the things in your life that matter most to you and to feel really dang good at the end of each day. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash book, and you can get your hands on that. All right, if you've already devoured this trove of awesomeness, you little smarty pants, but know someone who could use help with their focus and systems or their planning skills, please forward that link to them or this podcast to them so they can grab all their goodies as well. All right, as always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart week after week for your time, for your loving vibes, for your positive energy, and know that I'm always sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and for embracing productivity on purpose. I will catch you next time, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.